every single crypto investor should know the stat I'm about to explain and keep this in mind every single day when buying cryptocurrency. I've made this because I want you to be wealthy. I want you to have financial freedom and an abundant life. Crypto is a great way to do that, but you have to be careful. This statistic is one of the most shocking things I've seen in crypto and most of you have never seen it. And here's what it is. Minus 50% is the average top 2,000 altcoin return since 2018. I got this from Invest Answers and CoinGecko. They did a study where they pulled the top 2,000 altcoins just five years ago. Five years is not that long. The average return was minus 56%, and that's for the altcoins that did not go to zero. Many of them went to zero, so really, this number is even lower. And this counts all those altcoins that did 50Xs, 100Xs. If you had put $100 into every single top 2,000 altcoin, you would have spent $200,000 in 2018, and today you'd have less than 100,000. And not only that, but your 200,000 could have bought you a house that would probably be worth 300 plus thousand today, as I did. And this, you, so you're gonna say, well, Jerry, I'm smarter than average. I can pick better cryptos. The top 100 has to be better than this. Well, yes, the top 100 is better than this. So I'm taking this number from my own data that I pulled. I went through and pulled all the cryptos in the top 100 that did not go to zero in 2018. And uh, the average return is zero. Again, same example. If you'd had $200,000 in 2018 and spread it equally among each of the top 100 altcoins, you'd have $200,000 today, except some of those went to zero. And I had to pull like rank 101, rank 102 just to fit it in there. So you'd really have less than this. But if you missed the zeros, you would have made no money. So you're gonna say, well, Jerry, the top 10's gotta be better than that, doesn't it? What if I just buy the top 10? The top 10 was actually worse at the time I pulled the data because there were some hyped up, over-speculated losers that dragged down everybody else. The average top 10 altcoin, if you'd have just put $10,000 and split that up a thousand into each top altcoin, including Ethereum, you'd have $5,000 today, five years later. These are statistics you need to keep in mind before you buy altcoins. And for comparison, if you'd have bought Bitcoin at the exact same time instead of these altcoins, this would be your return 283%. So if you dumped 200,000 in the top 2,000 altcoins, you'd have less than 100,000. If you'd have bought a house for 200,000, you'd have maybe three or 400,000. If you'd have bought Bitcoin, if you'd have put 200,000 into Bitcoin, you would have well over half a million dollars. Now, how does that sound? Bitcoin has done awesome in the last five years, and so has Ethereum, even though and I included Ethereum in all my altcoins. This Ethereum actually brought the top 10 altcoin average up significantly. Ethereum, you would have doubled your money with Ethereum. So if you'd have put in 200,000 into Ethereum 
five years ago, you would at least have uh, gotten a 200% return on that. Now, uh, this is what you need to know before you buy any more of these crap altcoins. Many of you say, well, Jerry, Bitcoin and Ethereum are for rich, and you think that Bitcoin and Ethereum aren't getting good returns going forward. Why wouldn't they? Look what they've done in the past. They've destroyed the rest of the altcoin market in returns. Why do you think that's going to change? I see no indication that that's going to change. So this is a statistic you need to keep in mind. 99% of all coins are proven losers. And I probably should have put 99.9% of all coins are nothing more than gambling. You're going to the casino, you're betting on red, you're, God forbid, you're betting on those green zeros on the roulette table, and you're hoping you can get a great return. You're playing the lottery, you're going and buying scratch-offs. I look at people buying scratch-offs when I'm at the grocery store and I think, well, he's paying the idiot tax right now because that's what it is. And these altcoins, many of these altcoins are just taxing you. They're taking your money. And almost all of them are nothing more than money grabs, scams, Ponzi schemes, certificates of deposits where whoever buys in first gets to make the most money and everybody else that buys in is a sucker that is paying the people at the top. Now you're going to say, well, Jerry, I know not, sure 99% of all coins are gambling, but I am smarter. I do better research. I put lots of time into crypto. Well, a lot of crypto YouTubers are shilling you crap just to get views. A lot of crypto YouTubers, I've seen the portfolios, the coins they're covering, they don't have because they are smarter than average. You know what they've got in their portfolio? A bunch of Ethereum, a big stack of Bitcoin. And they're telling you about these altcoins, but this is what they're holding. Now, sometimes they buy the altcoins before they tell you about them and sell them after they tell you about them. But many of the crypto YouTubers realize these altcoins are just gambling. And if you want to gamble with them correctly, you have to enter at the right time, exit at the right time, take a lot of time to get it just right. And I have experienced a lot of gambling addiction when I was in my 20s. And one of the worst things that can happen to you is when you beat the odds and you attribute it to skill when really it's luck. I've seen a lot of your crypto portfolios. Most of you are in losses as I was in losses for the first several years I was in crypto and I was just buying Bitcoin and managing to lose money. I'd buy high and sell low and buy lower and sell lower. And then I'd buy low and sell a tiny bit high, but it didn't cover my losses. So you're thinking, well, this sounds pretty bad. What do I do? Well, based on the previous cycles, we can expect about seven big winners over the next five years. And uh, these are not exactly like lottery numbers. Now, to some degree, they are like lottery numbers where you could just get lucky and pick the right one or the right two. But this is where I'm learning. After nine years in crypto, the lesson I'm learning recently is I need to do more and more and more research before I buy something. Because as soon as you buy something, even if it's crap, you think it's one of these big winners. But out of all these altcoins, what do you think the odds are of picking one of the seven winners? We know from our previous stats, 
most of the top 10, most of the top 100, and nearly all of the top 2,000 are not big winners. They're losers. And picking incorrectly will cost you your multipliers. So if you pick one correctly and 10 incorrectly, and you make a 10x on the one you pick correctly, and the others all drain your portfolio, then all that work you did was worthless. So uh, yes, we do want to look for some big winners. But here's what my strategy is. I look for the absolute strongest investments. I've recently, after the crypto channel was taken down for a week after it was wrongfully terminated by some spam reports, as most crypto channels that grow have happened to them, I took a week off to really rethink my strategy. And after looking at all this data, I see the necessity to get rid of junk out of my portfolio. So I've drastically reorganized my portfolio. And these are the very strongest investments I see on the market. And I'm constantly looking and listening to what else might be strong. And I'm looking for why that thing is weak. And I really like data. So the data that we've seen from the past provides very clear indications that Ethereum and Bitcoin are going strong. Hundreds of thousands of daily active users. The price is not that down that much from all-time high. Tons of conversation, tons of free marketing from holders. Almost every fundamental for Bitcoin and Ethereum is fantastic. And uh, lately, I've been researching and seeing that Solana looks like it has out of these third generation, so-called Bitcoin first generation, Ethereum second generation, Solana seems to be, Solana and an internet computer are my picks for the next generation massively scalable. It's not, internet computer is not really a blockchain, it's an internet computer protocol. But to me, Solana and internet computer look to be the very best positioned to be that next generation platform. Where you got Bitcoin's first generation Although BRC20s and have junked it all up, Ethereum is the first smart contracts platform. It's getting a ton of use. I love Solana because it has the most daily active users and the rest of the fundamentals are very strong on it. And Internet Computer has the most breakthrough technology that I see on the market. And I don't know whether Solana or Internet Computer is going to be one of those big seven winners but I can imagine on this list, out of these four, I've probably picked three things that are going to stick around and keep providing really strong gains. And if one of these is wrong, then the other one will probably make up for it with the biggest gains. Now, I'll wrap up and show you here. These are on my maybe list. These have strong fundamentals, but have some critical issues in them that I don't like, and I'm researching more. And I am holding all of these as well. And I've dumped almost everything else in my portfolio to stack up mostly on Ethereum, stacked up some more Bitcoin. I've been stacking Solana. I already had a big internet computer stash. So on Polygon, on Polygon, there's a lot of users. And uh, what I really don't like with Polygon, there's it's not even really a layer two in the sense that it's essentially its own network and it's just now kind of getting the layer two aspect integrated with the rollups. Polygon has stiff competition. There's not that many people using their true layer two aspect of it and uh, it 
it to me looks like it could very easily lose out to something like Internet Computer or Solana or a different Layer 2 competitor like Arbitrum, Optimism, Base. What we've seen is while Polygon's been popular lately, they've dumped a bunch of money into these partnerships that have gotten them so much attention and so many users, but these partnerships can very quickly evaporate and go to other chains. We're seeing, and there's things like BNB that are very attractive, and these others, you, you might even want to move to Phantom, for example, instead of Polygon. Polygon doesn't have the absolute lowest fees for mass scalability either. Now, number two, but Polygon has a ton of daily active users, and the rest of Polygon is... It, it looks very in a very good position. BNB, the main thing I don't like about BNB is that it's driven by an exchange, Binance. And what we've seen is centralized exchanges are often a house of cards and can come crumbling down very easily. BNB, with it being driven by Binance, gives it a lot of strength. But if Binance goes downhill, BNB very well may go with it. And BNB is in this area where... In a lot of ways, you'd rather use Ethereum to get access to more wealth. For example, with your meme coin, better to launch it on Ethereum so you can get some of the whales involved versus BNB, you don't have access to as nearly as much buying power. Or if you really want faster, more scalable transactions, why not put your project on Polygon, Solana, Internet Computer, Avalanche, Phantom, Zen. So BNB, to me, the competition, I think, is going to eat it up over time, but it still is very strong. DSO, I like decentralized social because it has the best technology I see right now for a decentralized social media network. And that is a huge narrative that is going to hit. I have, this is one of the bigger holdings in my portfolios, but the main, there's a few things I really don't like about DSO. And with every single asset you're holding on to, it's important that you know the good, bad, and the ugly. You need to understand every reason why it should fail. And if you are constantly researching and holding altcoins and watching these videos every day and you're insecure and you need to constantly hear hopium every time the price goes down, then that's more than likely because you're holding a project that's fundamentally weak and on some intuitive level, you know it. I'm not bothered when the Ethereum price dumps even though that's like 40% of my portfolio right now I don't care if the Ethereum price dumps because I know fundamentally it's rock solid. I don't care. And if it dumps, great. I'm going to load up some more of it. DSO, what I don't like about DSO is it only has a few thousand active users right now. They did have an app that went viral in the past. But DSO is really small and on the edge of whether it's going to be great or die at this point. So DSO is definitely riskier, but there's definitely higher gains to be made in it. Avalanche has really good fundamentals similar to Solana and Polygon, but the token dumpage on Avalanche sucks. There's just huge amounts of tokens getting dumped on the market. Now, if that equals more partnerships and growth of the network, that'll be good. But this is, when you compare it to something like Ethereum, where occasionally the Ethereum Foundation dumps 30 million, Avalanche has just way, way more than that. They're dumping on a much smaller market. Tron... Tron has been around a while. Tron has actually been one of the most stable. It's practically a stable coin. It's been so stable. It also hasn't had that big of pumps. And uh, Tron, like, what are people actually doing with Tron? I'm not sure. I'm investigating Tron more because there's a lot of fundamentals that are very strong for Tron. 
and this one maybe it could do well maybe it's just dying slower than the others but i'm gonna research tron more i don't have very much tron I also don't have very much Phantom, but Phantom was one of those big winners. Over the last five years, Phantom in a couple of different years was one of the very highest gaining projects. And often the things that win big, win big again. Like how the Dallas Cowboys just kept winning Super Bowls in the 90s and the Patriots just kept winning Super Bowls. Often the projects that do really well get on a roll and keep winning. So Phantom, I need to do some more research. I really like the business system and the reserves. They look set up to survive for the long term, which as we can see, most cryptos don't do. And finally, Zen, I do love Zen. It's been the fastest growing crypto project we've ever seen. That said, I dumped my Zen on Ethereum because Zen on Ethereum and Zen on the individual blockchain is questionable especially with the minting and the staking there's so much of it being created what i'm interested to do is see how zen performs in the long run in the long run i think it's in a great position to succeed and i've minted a bunch of zen and it looks like in the future we'll be able to trade all our zen from different for example i can burn my zen onto the layer one and uh, take it from any network to do that but Zen in its current state is extremely early and extremely speculative. And I see no way that it's been around long enough to justify putting it on the strongest projects. So this, these are the top 11 cryptos that I see right now. These by far are the strongest. Internet computer is a little weak on the new accounts being created. It only has a few thousand new accounts being created a week. However, accounts are not ex not like wallet addresses in that you just use the one internet identity and you don't need any more addresses. But it's a bit weak on that. Solana with the history of the uh, everything that happened with FTX, that's one of the main liabilities with Solana. And of course, there's things that are, you know, Ethereum, the gas fees, is it going to be scalable in the long term? That's certainly questionable. Is there going to be some flaw that takes down the network with Bitcoin and these BRC20s? Just because these are the strongest doesn't mean they're infallible. But based on what we've seen before, these four, to me, look very high probabilities of a great return. And if you want to truly invest and not gamble, what I have learned is that you need to invest in things with the strongest fundamentals and just hold on. Hold on for the long term. Don't day trade. More than likely, you 99% of you should not be day trading, should not be trading weekly or monthly, should be just looking at this like a retirement portfolio, putting it in, and then focus on making more money instead of using crypto. So I really appreciate you watching this. I hope this was helpful. If this was helpful, I trust you will come back to Jerry Banfield Crypto and watch more educational videos from my experience of nine years in crypto that I hope will help you build wealth and become the very highest caliber investor you can be. If you want individual crypto reviews and almost all of them are negative because as I just showed you, almost all the altcoin returns in the long term are negative. If you wanna see which projects I think suck and why they suck, I have this newly launched channel that will show you that. 
And uh, if you want the very best experience with me every day, I have a Discord server. I post all my new videos in. I share every crypto I'm buying every single day. I answer questions. I have, if you buy the crypto coaching community on jerrybanfield.com, I will give you credit for one Zoom call included in your purchase where you can talk with me for an hour, ask me any questions you want. These calls are extremely helpful for those of you that do them. I would I would record testimonials, but I don't need to sell this that hard. I know this is really good and it's really helping people. And uh, I don't want too many of you to join too fast. We got 20 people in the first month that joined this and that's a lot of Zoom call credits for me. You also get credit for me to review your portfolio one time via email. And then you get discounts on any additional of those Zoom calls or portfolio reviews you want. You can direct message me, even text or WhatsApp me at any time. And this is for life. It's a one cost today, lifetime access. And every as more people join, I keep putting the price up indefinitely. It will never be cheaper than it is today. So that's all I've got for you. Really appreciate you watching this all the way to the end. I've got five other channels besides this. I put as many YouTube videos up as I can every day. If you want to try and see everything I'm doing, I put all my videos right when they come out, go out to Twitter. And uh, all right, yeah, I said that was all, you know, I can just, I could talk to you for another two hours right now, but we got to wrap it up, you know? Have a wonderful day. I'll see you again soon.